Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Take number three. (laughs) Excellent at broadcasting, y'all. We have a uh, live guest in studio today, Aaron's Lawn Care. What's up, Aaron? Not much. How about you, Paul? You're the second guest in our humble studios. This this is what it's like behind the scenes. It looks good. It looks good. People don't realize it, but it looks good in here. Thank you. And uh, our first guests were uh, Jarvis and Devin from Mississippi. They were on vacation in Tennessee, and they rolled through. Hit me up. Hey, we're stopping by, Paul. <laughs> and uh, they actually got to be Mr. Producer, too, the way the schedule's kind of synced up. You hit me up, what, this morning or last night? Uh, I contacted you this morning that my schedule had changed. Yeah. Uh, but I'd reached out, I think, end of last week, let, reaching out that I was going to be coming through. Yeah, so here we are. We uh, Schedule's kind of crazy, but we're able to get you in. Got you uh, staying in our nice little guest room. <laughs> and, uh, got you a good hot meal, burger, burgers and peas. Yes, it was good. It was good. Tasted well. My stomach is full now. Yeah, well, thanks Thanks for stopping by, man. Absolutely. I appreciate you opening your home to me. So Yeah, you were going to stay at a hotel, man. I was like, wait, I got this for Paycheck. I got a uh, air mattress thing. Yeah. And uh, he's got a few pounds on you, so I figure <laughs> <laughs> I was a little nervous, man. For you guys who don't know, my boy John Paycheck's pretty big. So he came out in the spring. We recorded the Know Your Numbers e-training program. Yes. And, um, how to start a, a successful lawn care business e-training program. And so I was like, you know, you can just stay with me. I'll get an air mattress. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> what if he pops it or something, you know, in the middle of the night, but it held. Yeah. He, they, it, they make them for bigger people now, bigger people now. So yeah. Well, anyway, if it, if it, if it held pay Jack and he slept like a baby uh, for a couple nights, man, we had a good old time. Good deal. So good deal. Uh, you'll, you'll be in good shape. Tonight. I think I'll sleep just fine. Better than sleeping in the truck. If I couldn't find a hotel. Yeah. Cause the reason I'm going to Florida, we'll get to it in a, we'll so, get to it in a moment. Well, this is a, a reason for that. This is an interesting <laughs> side hustle you got going on. So <laughs> I'm, I'm skeptical, but we'll, we'll I, I'll let be you, honest, I'll, I'll let I'm you a plead, little skeptical as well. So I'll let we'll you see. plead your case here in just a moment. After we thank today's show sponsor, that's a friend's a jobber. You just switched the job or you talked about it together in the trades. Yes. I switched back in May. So just switched over. How's, how's that been having a CRM? Best switch I've ever made. I was running yard book previously, but running jobber has been phenomenal. Way, way more easier, more efficient. I love the app. I love the app and I'm running a beta version. Currently it was having an issue. And so they are been very quick to get back with me, uh, very efficient with email. And so they're working an issue that was nothing major, just small. But it makes my job super easy. Uh, I love being able to 
click complete on the job if I need to, if they paid me check, if they paid me cash, because I do take all that still. Mm-hmm. I can hit collect payment, mark it as paid. Mm-hmm. And when I get home, I do everything that's needed there. Same for uh, any invoices I email out for card. Uh, I can send those out right then. And mm-hmm. I didn't do that this year, but next year, like in the middle, when, when I complete the yard and I need to send an invoice, I'm going to sit there right then. Used to, I'd send it on Saturdays. I'd sit down within an hour. I have all my paperwork done, all my, any receipts, any mileage I log, all that's done where it used to take me a whole lot longer with uh, Yardbook. And so Jobber has saved me a ton of time and I love it. If you guys want to try, great job, by the way. Thanks. (laughs) We we can use you around here more often, man. If you guys want to try Jobber and get a CRM, get paid faster, uh, getjobber.com forward slash Paul is where you can get a 14-day free trial. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Well, Aaron, I uh, listened to you on my podcast. You did an excellent takeover with Andrew Martinez. It actually turned out really good. I was listening through, and uh, it was good. You guys did a great job. Appreciate that. It felt like it went well, but you you don't know until you listen back to it. So it was one of those things. It we had, Like we, we said in the podcast, me and Andrew didn't really know each other outside, and that was really the first Just communication. Yeah. And so we actually vibed well back and forth and had a good, great conversation. Yeah, definitely. I, that was, that was a lot of fun. And we have over 800, we're coming up on 900 episodes now. So it's insane. It's just hit record and have fun. People are, how do you do it, man? I was like, you just hit record and, and, uh, have fun. We couldn't believe it'd been an hour. We looked down and like, when you come back upstairs, I was like, Oh, there's Paul. Then I looked at my watch and I'm like, Oh my goodness, it's been an hour. It's like, we've, we don't hardly know each other yet. We've been chatting for an hour about lawn care and life and all those good things. And so it podcasting seems difficult. I guess you would say it seems difficult when you're on the outside, but after you do a couple, it's easy before you know it time, 30, 40, an hour has gone by. Yeah, totally. Well, you were telling me your little business endeavor here. You're, you're uh, got a little side hustle for the winter. You're going to try out. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll save my skepticism. I'll let you prove your business plan first, but we're, as entrepreneurs, we're always got something on the side hustling right. out. So I'm just, I'm crunching the numbers and I'm just raising an eyebrow, but let go ahead and explain to the listening audience, your side hustle, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe there's something to this. Well, and to be honest, I there is a skepticism to me as well. I'm being cautious with it. I'm not, you would say, I, I guess you could say I'm one foot in, one foot out. So what? how this all started is what I'm doing right now today is I'm hauling a- While you're in Atlanta. While I'm texting in Atlanta. me in the morning and said, hey, Paul. Exactly. <laughs> I'm coming over tonight, man. I'm, uh, I'm hauling a camper down to Pine Island, Florida. So and You live in Illinois. And I live in Illinois, Marion, Illinois. And we have a camping world up there. And I was mowing for them up until this spring. They originally was called Gander Outdoors. They switched to Camping World. Gander Mountain. Yes. Fish Camp. And so we were one of the smaller ones and they switched. They were always selling RVs when they were at Camp uh, Gander. They switched. Well, when they switched over to full camping, I lost the contract due to they wanted the guy that did it offered snow and lawn care and a discount on the lawn care. I don't offer snow. But they brought up to me about if I ever interested in hauling campers. I was like, no, but I mean, I'll look into it. And so I, they're like, well, we have certain information we need to send you. They never did reach out. And so what it's turned into now is it's kind of like private drivers. So they have a transport company. If they can't get to it, normally their whole, their time frame is three to four weeks before they can even deliver anything. So they'll offer to the, the person buying the camper. We have options for private drivers is what they, I guess what we're called. Um, and so they'll reach out to us and see if we're able to do it. And, you know, if we can get to it at a good time. And now here's, here's where I came in is playing 
just the skit, not the skeptic, but what I would do at this point is they offer the premium price for the, uh, what, what's the title of it? Uh, the truck, a camper hauler. No, the other, the, the, the people that do it. Oh, uh, the salesman. No, 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 no. The, the company that transport, oh, transport it. company, transport company. Yes. Sorry. And this is why I got on you at dinner. <laughs> it's, be- <laughs> it's, it's I accept it. Hey, no, it's, it's, it's business. It is. And that's why I accept it. Is that what you're offering that the transport companies not is time. Cause, Correct. cause they could go with them for the rates that you told me. Right. It'd be three to four week delay. You're more valuable because you can get it to this guy in Florida faster. Correct. So my theory is your price should be more than the transport company. But you came in way less than the transport company. That's why I got upset. Well, I came in less as to what I was told. I don't actually know all the numbers. Um, I I came in, I guess you would say roughly at about, I was told one price of $3.50 per mile. Um, I do not know if that is there and back. Uh, my price... Come in around two dollars. <laughs> Come in around two dollars. Two dollars a mile. Um, now my fuel is all paid for outside of that price. So the, my fuel is paid for in any hotel. I've figured at least two stays in a hotel. So I'm saving here tonight with Jameson in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I have twelve hundred figured into fuel off of based of estimated what I run with my truck. And so two thousand is my payout after. I take off the fuel and all the cost of that. So, so he's going to pay you thirty two hundred bucks, correct, to drive the camper from Illinois to Florida, and then you got to drive back to correct. Illinois. And I'll make good time coming back home because I don't have a, and it's a thirty three footer, so I am learning on the go with this one. And but like I've told Paul at dinner, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sold. I got to make sure some insurance things will work out if it's going to hinder me doing having commercial, and if I can't have. If I can't go residential style insurance, you know, private, then I won't continue doing it. But at the moment, I'm giving it a shot. And so it's it's kind of quick, easy money at the moment, but it may not be worth it in the end. Yeah, along we'll, with the we'll, price. we'll see. But I, I'm, I'm glad that you're sharing this because I think if you're in a lawn care business, especially in a seasonal transitional zone like you, you need a side hustle. Yes. You need something to do. We can't be twin, dwindling our thumbs for three or four months, right. even if you save up the money for a winter fund and you, you financially don't need the income because your bills right. are covered. It's still something good to do. So and, I, you know, I think you're exploring that maybe this could be a ticket for you to use, use that nice truck you got. <laughs> yes. And I am using the, I am starting a second business. I have, have it going the dumpster rental. Mm-hmm. Um, I successfully in the last month had my first rental. Um, I have discovered it is a lot harder to start a dumpster rental than it is to start a lawn care. Um, I'm learning the prices on that and you'll be happy with this. My prices, I started high. Um, I started over for a three day rental. I started over $300 and I got not a single. Yes. Always knows, knows, knows. Good. So I've dropped it down. I dropped it down to 275 for a three day rental and I'm got my first. Yes. I've had a couple people interested. Um, I, there's also another local guy that I'm actually, I talked to my wife, told my wife yesterday, I need to reach out to him and be like, Hey, I'm trying to get into this. Will you be willing to sit down with, with at a lunch with me mm-hmm. and I can just pick your brain and you can, I don't want to come at it as I'm trying to take your business, but I just I don't want to come in low ball on you either. Mm-hmm. I don't want to come in and let's say he's at, I may find out he may be at two ninety, but I'm at two seventy five. 
I'd rather be at 290 right with him because yes, yes. I don't want to lowball him. Right. I, as running a business myself, I want to be a competitive price and not take out the logo. I don't want to be trucking the truck. And so I'm going to reach out to him and see if I can get a lunch and just pick his brain and find out where his prices are at because he does three-day and I believe eight-day rental. Um, so, But I'm working on that as well. If I can get that going, that's going to be a huge help as well because mm-hmm. that's a big industry in itself is dumpster hauling. You can get lost in the YouTube on that. I found that out the hard way. So <laughs> I didn't realize there was that many uh, YouTube channels on dumpster rentals. There's a lot of them. So wow, the algorithm preferred it to me when I watched one of them. So that's how this whole lawn care thing started, man. I, the, the algorithm used to feed me a guy named geek the freak over in Illinois. And I started watching him. Then I started watching lawn care rookie nailer. Then I started watching BNB lawn care. Then I started watching Keith Kalfas. Now here we are. We have over 800 podcast episodes talking about building a, a lawn care business, which ultimately, once you run a lawn care business, you you get that entrepreneurial DNA and so many people, so yes. many people started a lawn care business. And then they, Mitchell Gordy, we just had him on the show. Now he's doing a tractor business. Yes. You're doing dumpster plus trucking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what's the title? The transporting? Transporting. I'm transporting trailers. I'm actually hauling them connected to the truck. I'm not using like a trailer to put them on a trailer. I'm hooking them like this one is a bumper pool. So this is connected straight to my bumper on a hitch. Yeah. You so got a diesel truck. I got a diesel. I got a Chevy 3,500. So one ton, 2022 brand new. Well, it's got some life in it now, but it's new. So I'm, and I'm trying it. Well, like I said, I'm still not sold on it. And then, uh, and we discussed that. So we'll, we'll, well see. I'm just, all I'm doing at dinner is crunching numbers. And I'm just like, I, We'll, we'll see, but it's good that you at least try it and figure out, right. you know, if this is something that you can make income because Correct. the cool thing about this is you can just turn it off. Once the spring rush hits, you can just tell the guy at camping world, Hey, you know, I'll call you in the fall. Yeah. And he asked me, he goes, he asked me last night, can you do more of these? And I was like, well, how many can you get me? And so then, but I also told him too, when I talked to him, the insurance is going to play a big part. And if mm-hmm. the insurance is going to be an issue on me and affect my lawn care business, as far as my coverage, I can't do it. I can't gamble that. I might, I might be willing to do like local, you know, 50 miles, mm-hmm. not a big deal, but these long hauls, what I call them, you know, a thousand miles. Yeah. One Illinois way. to Florida is a long. <laughs> yeah. And originally it was going to be three days. So I've actually got my trip extended an extra day now. So now it's a four day trip. I can't do them all the time. I don't want to do them every week either. You know, that's time away from my family. That's time away from church. Um, yeah. so especially in, like we, not everyone has church in the middle of the week. I have Wednesday service, so I am going to miss that. I should be able to tune in online, but it's like, I don't want to do that every week. Right. And so this is kind of a trial run, but as an entrepreneur, that's what we do. I, right. I can guarantee you if I was working at my factory job before I had long care, there's no way in the world I would ever, ever considered hauling campers to make money for one. I wouldn't have the truck because at the time I drove 35 miles one way. I needed something that was fuel efficient, got over that 20 miles per gallon, 25 miles per gallon. Geez, aim for 30 when you're driving 35 miles one way. And I couldn't imagine driving that every day now with the way fuel prices are. So I wouldn't have had a truck. I didn't own a truck. When I first started lawn care, like I've told people, and I think I've told on this podcast, I had a Chrysler Sebring four-door sedan. That's how I started pulling the mowers around. I wouldn't have bought a truck if I didn't have lawn care. So I wouldn't even be... I wouldn't even considered it. It had been way out there in right field. And I would have never even considered an option to do that. So as an entrepreneur, I'm trying to find ways I've learned things in my life. 
where did this come from? Well, it has to come from being an entrepreneur because I never would have thought of it. And my mindset changed when I went into lawn care and went full time. It changed the way I think, the way I look at things, the way I approach things. Now, granted, it was there a little bit, but it definitely transformed when I went into business for myself. Yeah, totally. How did your season go uh, this year? Lawn care season. It it was a rough one. Uh, we experienced a lot of drought. Um, we actually had real bad drought before uh, together in the trades to the point that we were, I was skipping yards. We had in June, it was hundred degrees, no rain. It is high heat index, which is not normal for our area in June. Normally it's July is when that comes in. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I left to come together in trades in Nashville, I was skipping yards. I was on pace when I got back to skip at least half my schedule and it was not looking good. But while I was gone, we got some rain that Sunday, uh, good rain and the season kind of kicked back up for about a month and a half. Mm -hmm. um, and then we went at least four weeks, if not five, six. I've lost track. I know the whole month of September, we didn't get a drop of rain mm -hmm. um, to the point that yards were brown. And when it did rain, we've been done mowing. I would, well, I did end the month billing in October. And I didn't realize how much I had not mowed until I started doing those that needed to be sent out for the end of the month. There was some I hadn't mowed them all month. It had been the third week of September since I'd been on their property to mow. And even with leaves, where we live at, leaves ain't a big deal. Mm -hmm. To people, they don't care too much. They're like, ah, the wind will blow them away. They don't <laughs> care. So, but what was nice is when the grass is growing, you still got to show up to mow grass. So they're fine with you taking care of the leaves a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. getting stuff. But with the grass not growing, they're like, ah, don't worry about it. And, and let me be honest, I show up, the leaves that are there, only reason I would mulch them would be if there's enough grass. Mm -hmm. Well, right now I don't have any grass to mow. There's, I would, it's hard to get grass to grow right now. I mean, we're going into November. We're in November now. Mm -hmm. So it's been a weird leaf season too. I got a few, like I show up to, I'm expecting leaves to be there after two weeks. Well, they are, but it's not as much as it would have been if there was green grass as well. Mm -hmm. So I've, it's been a weird season. Um, we'll start seeing the effects of it as far as financial now, um, just due to, I've not been working near as much. I'm, I'm mowing anywhere from 10 to 15 a week at best. And that's only because the leaves are just now really starting to fall. Uh, but I mean, overall it would, it would, I would say it's been my worst season since I've been full time. Um, but it's not my worst because I know a lot more than I did. If this had happened in 2019 into 2020 and I had a bad winter, I've told that story several times. It, it would be really bad this year. If it was that, if it, if what happened in 2022 happened in 2019, as far as the length, the way the season have, I would don't know what would have happened to my long care season as my, or my, my full being full-time in long care. I don't know if I, I know my, I would have wanted to stay in it, mm -hmm. but it would have been hard because it had been a struggle, but where I'm at now, I'll conquer it. I'll get past it real easily. I'm not, I'm not concerned. My wife is going to work, so that's going to help. Mm -hmm. She's at work. Right now, it's one of the reasons she's not with me on this trip. She's working full-time. She's like, now you, you had to make me get a full-time job, and I can't go with you to Florida. So she's not too happy about me leaving and going by myself to Florida. But it's not a leisure trip. So, But, I, I mean, the season, I would give it I'd give it a 7 out of 10 overall. What, what did you learn so next year is better, you know, knowing that you can't totally control the drought situation unless you pray like Elijah? I need to try and expand more than just lawn care. Um, I did offer a little bit of 
pressure washing services towards the end. I got one job. I got to try and get done when I get back. The wind was an issue. Then this trip came up. And now next week, we're looking at temps high in the 50s at best. Mm -hmm. So I can do that when I get back, but I got to do it on a day it's in the 50s. It's supposed to be in like high of 40s over this weekend when I get back home. It's going to be cold. Um, Try and offer, like, especially if it gets slow, hey, I got, I can offer pressure wash. Do that. Landscapes hit and miss. I sometimes I get calls like last year was really good for landscaping. This year was so so. I, I had some, but I didn't get a lot of calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy, he holds claw lawn care. He was he was blessed this year with landscaping, tons of it. Um, and then hopefully the dumpster rental is really taken off because yeah. that won't be a big deal. You know, if it slows down, but the dumpster rental's rolling, that'll give me time to get the dumpster out. I'm also want. I would love to be able to purchase roll off bins. Right now, I just use my dump trailer. So if I get that rolling, I'll have dumpster roll off. So I'll have three of those plus the dump trailer. So that would set up for four of those. You, you say you're blessed to have those out every week, all four of them. You know, you're looking if you're if it's three day rentals and it's two seventy five to four four fifty for a three day because uh, my dump trailer is eleven twelve yard size. Dumpster roll offs are fifteen, so the price will be different, obviously, for more. Um, that's, you know, you say it's, we'll say 325 times four, you know, that's, what is that? 1300 bucks. You know, that's 1300 bucks a week if you can get them out once every week. And so that would be, that'll be a big help come next year. If I can have that rolling by that time. Sheriff Joe just texted me. Oh, uh, no issues. <laughs> he's watching. He's supposed to be keeping an eye on that truck. Yeah. We parked it. Uh, we're going to go to commercial folks. We'll be. <laughs> We got situation brewing. Come in Georgia. Got the sheriff on it. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back. We know you need something that's easy to operate, comfortable, and still brings great performance. The Kubota Z400 Zero Turn Mower Series brings all that and more. You'll also love the large fuel tank, so you can keep on working without interruptions. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS TrackIt, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS TrackIt with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Alrighty, we are back with Aaron Strunk and his new side hustle of transporting camping trailers from Illinois you can't hear? Can't hear myself. Can you hear yourself now? I can hear myself now. There we go. Okay. 
So you're in the middle of going from Illinois to Florida, stop by Atlanta. Yep. Got you a nice burger and, and peas and, and potato chips. Yep. I won't tell Coach T about the chips. That didn't make it Instagram story. Hey, you ate plenty of peas, though. Thank you. You, fin- you finished them off, so you ate more than I did. The truth is, you you cooked dinner. Because you gave me short notice. I, was I like, did. It was short notice. I got to meet him from 2 to 4. I got to meet him from 4 to 5.30. I got to meet him from 6 to 7.30. I was like, I got literally got a half hour window where I can come pick you up. <laughs> and originally, you're going to park at Walmart. That's why Sheriff Joe was texting me. My friend's the sheriff. So I said, hey, where, where do we park? Right. Not get a ticket because he's on duty uh, tonight. So he's And like, I'm 50 foot long. So yeah. I, there's a lot of vehicle. I can't just park it anywhere. Right. So he, he told us, you know, park it here. Yep. And if anybody says anything, I got you. Right. Hopefully. Because I'll be out fairly early in the morning. It won't be. I ain't going to be sitting there long. So. Yeah. So anyway, we're, 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 we're all good on that. But I say all that to say when you came over. I got meetings. I'm busy. I'm working. Right. So you cook dinner. I did. How about that hospitality? (laughs) Hey, it works. And Paul asked, can you cook? He was coming over here. I was like, I can cook. He's like, can you cook? I was like, when we do church events and we're grilling, they ask me to grill. I have a griddle top Blackstone. I love grilling on that thing. Uh, So I, I know how to cook. Now it was my first time cooking on a Traeger. So that was a learning curve, but I've been wanting a Traeger and this does not help my desire to want a Traeger any and they are expensive, so that does not help my my urge to have a Traeger. I love it. Yeah. Uh, smoking some meat. Mm, them burgers were good. Delicious. They were tasty. So especially being a first time, I wasn't sure how it was going to be. And if Paul approved, because he, he's cooked on the Traeger before, it was good, then I, I know I can handle cooking on a Traeger. Yeah. And I don't mind cooking. So it helped Paul out. He was busy doing his stuff, and I was able to get them cooked and ready. And by the time he got done, we were able to eat. And now we're doing a little podcast. Yeah. Just hang, hanging out, man. So what would you say was the biggest lesson that you learned this past year with the drought, with adding on new side hustles and everything you got going on, your wife's working? What, what was the biggest takeaway? When life gives you lemons, make lemonade, to be honest. You know, it's, it's, you got, you got to throw inflation in there too. The way the cost of everything's went up. Um, it teaching me to learn to adapt. Uh, I changed also the way I, so I have mower payments. I have a dump trailer payment. I'm not going to say debt's good, but I'm also not going to say debt's bad. Uh, you got to use it correctly. Uh, my goal is to pay my mowers off obviously. And then eventually you get got to the where skag mower? I do have skag, three skags. Um, two of them are almost paid off. I am under, I'm under, I think I'm under 7,000 now. So just made a payment on them today. Um, but to go with that, it is, the way I changed the way I do my payments now. So I was doing a card credit card because you get points. Well, I got behind on that credit card last year due to this life happens. Things happen. You got to do emergency things. So what I did this year, I was like, I'm not going to keep doing that. So I switched that over to where now when I'm in my payments, it comes directly out of the bank account, the business bank account. Mm-hmm. So I've technically have, you know, a thousand to 1500 less of income. Now, granted last year we're paying way over the minimum payment for the credit card paying as much as we can to get it caught up to get back on track to the point now like this year the only thing going on my credit card that i haven't switched over yet was my uh, quickbooks so you're talking i think it was 80 bucks they keep changing they raised the prices yeah and so that's been an added stress to this year with the cost of inflation it's just caused us to to both me and my wife to change to adapt to be more cautious with things to be more uh a broader perspective and to know that like, that's the reason I'm doing the dumpster rental is to have income coming from different spots 
drought doesn't always happen every year, but so you really can't plan for it, mm-hmm. but you got to be willing to tr- do other things. Cause if I just stayed only in lawn care and didn't try and do anything else, I'd be in a deep hole. And granted my wife going back to work is a huge help. Um, but we just, cause you're out in the country. It's not like Atlanta here where we got these fancy neighborhoods everywhere. You can, you can go get work very easily. If you have a, a, an ounce of a marketing initiative, right? But when you're in rural Illinois, there's less opportunity. Correct. Yes. It's, there's not that many great jobs as far as that could work with lawn care. Like I used to work in a factory. I don't want to go back there, but I mean, everything hit the fan. I would, if I had to, but I, I don't want to go that route. So there's not like, it's just, there's not work always coming in with lawn care either. Cause we are spread out, you know, six miles in between each town coming to where Paul lives. The roads I was driving on, that was busy for me because even our big town of, you know, I think we have, there's 18,000 in one of the big towns I service. It's nowhere near what I was driving with on, we're on the North side of Atlanta, you know, mm-hmm. we're not even in downtown Atlanta, you know, and it's a lot of traffic. I couldn't. So there's not as many people. I, I guarantee there's, I, I want to say there's less than a hundred thousand in Williamson County. I don't know how many lives in the County you're in, but I know it's way up there. I know you've said it before. Um, well, I used to live in Gwinnett County. We had over a million. Yeah. Gwinnett County. Now I've moved up to Forsyth County a little less, but it's still a, a lot of hundreds, lots of hundreds of thousands oh. of people. Yes. And hopefully I'm busting up out of Forsyth County here. Although it's the nicest, nicest County in Georgia. It's beautiful. It was a beautiful drive. It's the, I think 14th or 15th wealthiest County in um, America. It's big money around here, but I'm, I'm over the, I, I got other things I want to do in my life. I understand. I've been, been in the big city for like 15 years. I get that. I'm Googling the population for. For Williams County. No, for oh. my county. Oh. <laughs> to put it in perspective. So 2021, this is put in perspective where I'm rural and the entire county, and I don't service the entire county, mm-hmm. is 66,879 people live in an entire county. Now, I don't know the t- the size of the county, but that's a decent size. Mm-hmm. And so I do service a little bit of uh, Franklin County, but it's only one town which is just to my north. And that's like 3,500 people. Um, I service another town with about 3,500 in Jackson County, but it's, uh, we got 260,000. So see you're in four four times over four times my one County. And so we're spread out. So you drive a lot more. It's easy to get into driving when it comes to lawn care. And so you also got to be willing to do other things. You can't just be focused on lawn care because people don't worry about leaves. You got to be certain neighborhoods for people to even worry about leaves. Um, landscaping people are real picky on price. You know, I, I put in a bid for a, a landscape retaining wall, uh, two rows high, nothing big. Um, she wanted some mulch put in some old rock tore out mm-hmm. and then have mulch put back and put in that spot. And it was like 84 feet of wall. And I ain't afraid to tell you the price. Cause anyone that listens, if they want to go for it, go for it. But I bid it around, I think it was just, it was $3,900 is what I bid it at. That's, and the majority of the work was the retaining wall, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's the most important. The mulch was like, I think it was three yards of mulch. And I wasn't going to put it until spring because she has a ton of trees. The area she lives in, my truck and trailer is the size of the road almost. Um, so it's a small, small, close homes. Mm-hmm. And they, and she has never responded. I haven't reached out because I know her budget was tight. We were all going to work on a schedule of 
pain as she could. And I was fine with that. So over the winter, wasn't a big deal. But when she, I asked her, I was like, what's your budget? She's like, well, just give me the price. So I asked her, I was like, what's your budget? She's like, just give me the price and we'll go from there. Well, I didn't hear a response. So maybe she will. And I, I, I know mean, I'll reach out again. Just kind yeah, of like, definitely hey. follow up with her. Well, let me say this, Aaron, uh, when it comes to pricing these landscaping jobs, I just talked to John Pajak. We did a new module of how to price a job with material. Um, it's actually very, very in-depth. If you're quoting a job and you have moving parts with mulch right. or other materials, a lot of guys ask us, how do you know what to charge? How, how did you come up with 3900 Well, right. this brand new module, it's in the uh, Know Your Numbers program. Right. Payjack breaks it down from scratch of how you go from the customer says, hey, Aaron, will you do this, that, and the other, to giving them a, a, a profitable price with the exact rhyme and reason of why you charge what you charge. So right. if you guys already in the know your numbers program, that new modules in there, you got a lifetime membership. You can go watch the new module. If you're not in the know your numbers program, that's a new module that's featured in there. So, okay. cause a lot of folks, where did you get 3,900 bucks from? Where did you get, uh, I charge 120 per yard of mulch installed. Where did you get that from? A lot of guys just copy pricing because, Oh, well that's what so-and-so does over there. But right. To actually learn your numbers is super important. Right. I would say my mulch, I don't know if I know my exact number on mulch. I charge $145 per yard. Um, well, I, I pay $50 per yard on mulch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably need to break that down to be honest. I've, I've went up though. So like I originally, I first started doing mulch. I was like a hundred, 115, I believe is what I started at. Um, and so they've, the price has only changed $5 in that time. And I've went up. $30. So I'm up at 140 and I changed 145 mid season. Uh, I just, I went from 140, to 145 and no one's questioning it. Uh, the mulch is not the issue. It's the landscaping. Now I, I got my price according to uh, Dixon. I think it's Dixon landscape. He's friends with uh, Mitchell, North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Yes. I emailed, I messaged him on Instagram a while back and asked him, what is a rough, how do you break down? How do you charge for retaining walls? Cause I wasn't sure. And this was our He goes, I charge by the foot. He goes, so I, I'm, I charged, I'm at $40 per foot. The blocks I'm doing are a little six by six by 12. I believe they're small crest stones from home Depot, Menards, those style Lowe's Just Lowe's. Yes. We shop at Lowe's around here around. Yeah, that's true. We don't have Menards. You don't have Menards this far South. Um, Lowe's we have is too far for me where I live, but so it's just small blocks. The the retaining wall is very simple. The pros shop at Lowe's um, Jarvis, (laughs) the pros shop at Lowe's Jarvis. So I I get my price is $4 a foot and that covers me putting in the blocks, putting a little bit of uh, paver base down on the bottom to support it. Um, But now I actually installed a landscape wall at my own house before I was doing landscape. I'm talking eight years ago. I did not put paver base down at all pre hard hardscape academy exactly <laughs> and it's uh still level to this day i was expecting it to settle and you know because they talk about that but i think yeah. it depends on the load bearing i think how much weight and i could be wrong if i'm wrong someone please correct me you'll find me on aaron's long <laughs> underscore long on instagram and let me know but uh, my walls my kids walk on it so it's not like it's not load bearing uh, yeah shout, shout out to caleb and Brittany allman if you guys want to learn the right way <laughs> to build a retaining wall hardscapeacademy.com they got yes. uh, in-depth trainings over there where they teach you. And, and Caleb's come a long way. Aaron, long time ago, 
when he first did his first one, he mailed me a DVD of the how to <laughs> install retaining walls video. And and he's like, what do you think, Jameson? And he, he, he emailed it to me and I was like, okay, I, I gave him honest feedback. Like right. I gave you honest feedback. Right. And, and I, I said, bro, it's, it's 20, what was, I think it was like 2017 at the time. I was like, I didn't even know people would still make DVDs. I was like, you, can you make it like available digital download or something? He's like, I don't know about all that. So <laughs> anyway, he's put in a lot of work folks and uh, made upgrades to his uh, how to um, install retaining walls and stone patio papers. He's got a whole bunch of them, but they reshot it, videoed it. And then it's on demand. You can get it online. And so. you can do in-person training now. Yeah. So, and we're a- going to be going to his shop um, January 28th. That's awesome. Uh, you guys are all invited. It's free, free 99. Sweet. And uh, Naylor Taliaferro is hosting a podcast summit at the Almond Shop on January 28th. That's Kohler awesome. Engines is sponsoring it. So it's free for everybody and anybody can come. Um, so we butt chili cold in, in the, in the shop. In January. Yeah. We're going to uh, kick contractor podcast is going to be there. LCR media podcast can be there. I want to be podcasting. We're going to be podcasting from the shop all day. Maybe get some heaters or something. I don't know. Maybe they'll have some kind of heat in there, hopefully. A little sort. And then whoever else wants to come, Fullerton, if you want to come, we're hoping he'll come down from Michigan. Maybe Jeremiah Jennings will come up from Alabama. Anybody and everybody. We just we just want to hang out in, in Caleb's shop all day. Right. That's awesome. That's so, a good and way that's to free get free 99. Can't beat that. Because I know he does other stuff there where you got to pay to go to the shop. But <laughs> on this day, this January day. 28th. For this only. Yeah, it's free. Podcast Summit. Thanks to Kohler Engines for sponsoring that. that that's what makes it free. Kohler's phenomenal. So yeah. I run one of, on one of my mowers has a Kohler engine on it. So Skag mower with a Kohler yep. EFI, fi, or? EFI 52, uh, 52, uh, deck size. What, 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 what do you think about Skag? Honest, honest opinion. The only complaint I have is their deck height on stand-ons. It's not high enough. Only goes four and a half inches. I've talked to them in the past. They say they're working on it, but they requires them to redesign the frame. Other than that, Skags are phenomenal. Cut. Wet, dry, they stripe like you won't believe. Uh, I mowed my pastor's father's yard this week, and hit, my pastor takes take helps his dad out and only mows it for him. But he asked me to mow it, hit, whatever circumstances. I striped it, and there wasn't much grass, but it striped. Mm-hmm. Now I know they mow with the zero turn, but there's no stripes in it. So it's like he he was bragging. He's like he's telling his telling our pastor his son. He's like he goes Aaron did a good job on that yard. He made it look real good. And he's like well that's what he does for a living. <laughs> but the skag it cuts phenomenal. Um, it cuts. It wet grass does not matter. Now all mowers they clump, but it mm-hmm. does cut phenomenal. I love my skags. I've not had any complaints. There's there's build is phenomenal. I've not had major issues. Knock on wood. You know, um, just minor issues. I got twelve hundred hours on one of my mowers, and it's operating well i've only replaced a few tires um i think i had a deck belt bust obviously at 1200 hours you're gonna have one go bad mm-hmm. but they're phenomenal i'd i'd it's what i'm always gonna run well there you go all right well you're we're uh 15 minutes past my bedtime here aaron oh boy <laughs> so we're gonna renovate the studio into your bedroom with the uh air mattress got some fresh sheets for you already what do you think about the shower your first person to take a hot shower here in, in the new place. Um, when Payjack spent the night, that was in my other place. So right. you're my first guest in, in my new place. So I felt re- really accom- accompanied. It was, it was awesome. You know, I wasn't expecting a shower, you know, and had a nice clean shower to take a shower in brand new shirt, shower curtain and everything. So 
It was, and it was phenomenal. It. <laughs> and I installed it, yes. <laughs> He's like, hey, can you uh, install this shower curtain? He goes, it doesn't have one, and so I bought one for you. I was like, yeah, it won't be a problem at all. I had it installed in a couple minutes. But. Then I had you cook a dinner, man. It's oh, like I, that was fun. It's like he was coming over to the house, but I, I stopped by his house and was helping him out. Oh, but that's man. what you do when you're not – he, he's not asked for any money. He may ask for money in the morning. I don't know. But – that's what you do. You, if you don't know what they're going to do, you help out as much as you can. If someone's offering you a place to stay, do what you can to help in any way that you can. So, yeah. well, and I talked about it on my show. You haven't listened to it yet because you told me you're you're an episode behind. But yes, in real time, guys would have already known I had an episode come out last week about um, being plugged into community, and it's so important, especially as entrepreneurs. Excuse my voice, guys. It's been a crazy, crazy long day around here, <clears throat> but. As entrepreneurs, we need to be in community. Yes. And when we're isolated, like an animal, a uh, animal that's by itself will get picked off. Yes. But when it's together, then it's stronger. And that's why Absolutely. at dinner, we're talking crunching numbers. We're talking yes. business. We're, what about this? Did you consider that? And you, you, when you're together, you see my blind spots right. that I don't see. And I see your blind spots that you don't see. And if yes. we're brothers and care about each other, it's iron sharpening iron. We talk about Hey, that's not how you do a retaining wall. It'd be better to do it this way or, right. you know, absolutely. Hey, your price, maybe you should charge more because right. you're, you're, you're offering more right. than the guy that can come in four weeks. Right. That's correct. Why would you not be charging the same or more than him? Yeah, exactly. And I agree. So community. Yes. And, 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 and not shallow fake act like you got it all together. Cause n- nobody has it all together. I'm fine. And if you it. have act like you have it all together, that should be a red flag. Yes. But for the transparency as business owners, where we can be truthful and honest and talk about the real numbers, the real struggles, and you know, get the real solutions to grow together in community. So anyway, I appreciate when you guys I know Jarvis came through Atlanta and 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 Payjack and, and and you and you know uh my house is you mi, mi casa is tu casa, you know. Yes. And, and I try my And it's the same for you. Now granted. I don't have room to you to stay at my house, but if I would definitely house you as best I could, I would help pay for your hotel. If you were coming through my area, that's how you much you guys have hotels and we, the, <laughs> what is this? The, the red roof in? We have, we have holiday inns. Okay. I, we have, I don't, I guess I'd be the best ones in the area. Holiday inns are the best ones in our area. We have, we have uh, West, I don't know if we have best Western, but we have a few, we have a few rich Carlton. No, we don't have any of those. Rich. No, but if you were to come through, I would definitely offer to help because I don't have room in my house right now. But I would offer. Hey, but you're you 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 told me this there, and then I got to go to bed. You, barn Dominiums in the in the near, in the future, near, near future. Yes, that is in the future. And <laughs> to talk about, and I'll let you go. And I know we got to get off. My brother was talking about this day. He called me, asked how things were going, and we were talking about how I told him I was like I'm meeting up with Paul, and going to visit with him and stuff. And I, I think at that time I already knew I was going to stay here. And he goes, and I was like, it's from the podcast. I've done podcasts. Explain all this. Guy he goes, from you the know, internet. Exactly. Craigslist. <laughs> he goes, he goes, you know, it's pretty awesome. He goes, not everyone listen to podcasts, but with you listening to podcasts, you're interacting with all these people. He goes, you're able to actually save some money and also hang out with someone that is a friend that if you didn't, if you didn't listen to podcasts, I would just be finding a spot to sleep tonight. So having you here and being a part of a community has been a blessing. And my brother, who's not in it, realized. Yeah, well, I was going through Alabama in the summer. Uh, I was I was going out there to hang out with Jason Krill. And we're going to film some videos for um, Instagram and stuff like that. And 
uh, when I'm going out there, Jason, like you can stay with me or whatever. Now he's got a wife and four kids right? and, a, and chickens and all. He's got a whole thing going on. And I was talking to Jeremiah Jennings and Jeremiah's like, well, hey, me and Savannah are going to be down in Panama City or wherever it is, somewhere on the Gulf Coast. Right. He's like, why don't you just stay at my house? You know? And yeah. I was like, sweet. So I literally staying at Jeremiah's house. He's not even there. That's awesome. But you get friends. You know, he's yes. a, I met him at Brian's event and Caleb's event together in the trades in Waco, Texas. And, you know, we became friends. And then it's like, hey, I'm coming through Alabama. Oh, just stay in my house. That's awesome. He's not even there. And he let me stay. So it's it's a it's it's a real community, whether yes. it's Jeremiah or you or um, whoever. Anybody, you, whoever you make friends with. But you have what you said is you have to put in the work. Yes. It's not you're not a stranger that I don't know. Right. If you, now, if I've never met you, don't text me. And say, hey, I, get that. Get uh, get the pullout out. But we've <laughs> we've. How many times have we seen each other at events? Yes. And and cultivated so a relationship and, yes. and build it. It's like um when you go to the bank, you put deposit in, yes. deposit in, deposit in, and then you can take a withdrawal. Yes. Jeremiah, right? Friendship, friendship, friendship. And then it's like, hey man, just stay at my house. Right. You and me. How many events hanging out, Absolutely. eating meals together at, at the hotel, yes. grabbing breakfast. Yes. And then it's like you deposit, deposit, and you withdraw. And so you, you have and Fullerton did one of the best episodes. Well, this was like a couple of years ago about generosity, but you have to re, you reap what you sow. You have to sow. Yes, you, you do. can't just you can't just reap. So yeah, but, you can't expect this kind of hospitality if you're not putting anything into it to begin with. Right, and you've and what I'm saying is you've put a, you've sown a lot in. Yes, being a helping hand at an event or being plugged into the community, and so I guess what I'm trying to say is. Community is important, but don't be a taker, be a giver. And yes. when you're a giver, it, it will naturally just follow right. you around. So absolutely. Absolutely. Cool, cool. All right. Well, we were we're gonna transform our our humble podcast studio here into a bedroom for you. And I think uh I think we'll we'll be all set. So well, thanks for listening. Let people know how they can follow you. Absolutely. You can follow me on Instagram at Aaron's underscore lawn care. Uh same on Facebook as well. It's more for the res- residential customers and stuff like that, but you're more than welcome to follow me at Aaron Strunk on Facebook if you want to add me as a personal friend. Uh but Paul, thank you. I appreciate you allowing, allowing me to do this tonight. Yeah, and, and you're a friend here. of the show and the other podcast. So keep us posted on your three business endeavors, your lawn mowing business, your uh trailer transport business, and then the um uh, dumpster yes. uh, removal business and uh, let us know how all those are going and what adjustments pivots you make and right. you know at, at some point one of them will take off one of them will probably get cut out and who knows we'll see I think I know which one will get cut out we'll see we'll see how things play out but I think I know which one's going to go and chuck in the I truck agree. I agree should chuck in the truck all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we could hash on that all night long if we went if we wanted to. So. Yeah, well, this this ain't no best Western or uh, <laughs> Holiday Inn, but we'll we'll see what we can spruce up for you over here. All right. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly, or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.